Welcome to the weekly podcast of the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. VOH Radio brings an in-depth understanding of the scriptures prophetically, rich revelation of the early church apostolic fathers, and biblical interpretation of the biggest news and political stories of our day. Take VOH Radio with you on the go. Listen on demand weekly. New programs released every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, and more. To partner with us, please go to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Or email us at radio at voh.church. You're listening to The Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. Blessings. I just want to say hello to all our listeners out there across the country. This is The Voice of Healing Radio, and I'm Mike Petro. We're sitting here right now in in Houston, Texas, and uh, we're having a concert here, a hip-hop concert. And uh, one of the incredible things that I began to realize a long time ago that hip-hop is a is a is an art where God is using men like he did David. These men are bringing psalms from the kingdom of God, from the voice of God to touch a generation that hears that way. And I'm here actually with somebody that would be considered a father, Trey Nine and uh, Trey. I mean, it's it's good to have you. I, I know you're going to get tagged with that now. But, yeah, my uh, pleasure. No. <laughs> you, you, were, you were telling me earlier, you started hip hop here in Houston back in the 90s, right? Yeah, 1996. I gave my life to the Lord in 95. I was rapping for the world. And when I met Jesus, of course, my mind began to get renewed and it it, it impacted my lyrics. And I (laughs) went from secular, explicit, perverted to I'm going to do positive (laughs) and to, oh, I'm reading this word and now it's coming out of me. And so Uh in 96, I officially began recording Christian hip hop music. Amen. You know what's crazy? You you just hit a, hit a, hit a, uh, a gear there that I, I've been hearing over and over and over. There, there's such a negativity right now in, in secular hip hop. It's such sure. a negative message. And literally our ministry has been affected by that uh, negative message because so many kids are coming out with problems, hearing voices, um, Things that are being open in the supernatural. I there was just a concert here in in Houston. I've been being asked about it left and right. The Travis Scott event. Yeah, yeah. and and people are asked, literally openly asking me, "Do you think this was some kind of ritual or something?" Yeah, because I've I've had to do so much, uh, you know, deliverance ministry and dealing on that uh, negative side. But one of the things that that really stands out to me is this. It's really a demonic message that a lot of those men are bringing to the table. Yeah. But I really do believe that God is bringing a, 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 what is coming out of the throne room yeah. and the kingdom of God. A remnant. Through, yeah, through a, exactly. Through yeah. a remnant of men right now that are, that are Christian hip-hop yeah. artists. And, and you know what the crazy thing is, Trey, is I've talked to guys on the street that are still in the world, still this. And I say, you ever hear Christian hip-hop? And they're like, what's that? Yeah. And they listen to it and they're like, man, I like this. I like the beat. I like the words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And next thing you know, they're listening to it. So so 
it's it's not the it's not that it's unpopular. No, it's just got to get out there. Exactly, and you know, you mentioned the the demonic side. You know, music. We know Satan's been using it for a long time. We mm-hmm. remember rock and roll and metal. Um, you know, when groups like Rat and Molly Crew and Ozzy Osbourne would have all kind of satan- satanic imagery yeah. in their music and their artwork, and then now hip hop has become the pivot for Satan to put imagery and you'll see it on award show stages and things like that. And most people are like, they look at it as artistic. But if you look into some of these artists, they have a ties a lot of time to occults. They have ties to Satanists and Satanism. And so it's intentional, although the artists can be like puppets, right? Sure. Christian hip hop is, is the solution to the, the the desire for people to hear those beats and those mm-hmm. lyrics and that delivery, um, but content that edifies rather than tears down your family, your community, sure. um, you know, your your mom, your your sister. I mean, hip hop yeah. is so derogatory towards women, um, towards uh, promoting violence and drugs, and Christian hip hop has to be um, the catalyst for the church to go out and and gather those who love hip hop, introduce them to Jesus, and then in turn, let them be discipled through the music. Let them listen to music and and feed their spirit because faith comes by hearing. And so, yeah, we're very adamant in Houston, Texas. We're very intentional about going to the streets. We do block parties twice a week in different neighborhoods. Um, And our DJs are playing hip hop. Our uh, hosts are hip hop, urban, uh, hosts, our mm. rappers come in. Of course, they're bringing hip hop, and then we give an altar call at the end. We baptize in the street. We feed everybody, and we and we Amen. and we plant the church right there where they're at. That's you know, our ministry. That's amazing how you're how the Lord has given you that gift. I mean, how did that all evolve? How did how did you? Well, you know, I started rapping for Jesus in '96, um, all the way to 2008. My focus was putting out Christian rap albums, mm. making gospel rap popular in order to better lives, better the lives of people. And so I was so focused on the music, my record label that I had, I had started called Much Love Records. And then in 2008, I got real convicted about discipleship because I mm. felt like we were evangelizing and people were coming to know Jesus, but there was no follow through and follow up. And I said, yeah. Lord, surely I've been doing this long enough to know that we can go into the neighborhood, give them good Christian hip hop, invite them to Jesus, and then follow up with the crowd. Amen. And so in order to do that, um, I, I was running a, a successful janitorial company. I had 24 employees. We were doing commercial janitorial mm. services. And God God put it on my heart, like you're gonna have to give that one up wow. if you're gonna do this for me. And I said, God, if you make a way, I don't know how I'm gonna pay my bills. I don't know how I'm gonna be provided mm. for, but if you make a way, I'll do it. And two weeks later, I got a call from someone who wanted to buy my cleaning contracts. They bought them out. It gave me about six six months of income to be able to launch a nonprofit organization called Eyes on Me. And so we exist to mentor, disciple, and serve at-risk youth and their families. We deploy people into underserved communities, and we plant a missionary. We rent a mission house, or we rent a house, or Mm. whatever container. It doesn't matter. And Mm. we put missionaries in those neighborhoods, and we we work programs through them. And so uh, our desire is to have community centers similar to the YMCA but with Christ as yeah. a sinner. I, I gotta I got stop you there. Yeah, please. I, I was, no, I, <laughs> for a good reason, right? I was actually, I was interviewed by a, 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 another podcast a few days ago and I just happened 
to go through one of your centers for training people, right? The God's Point Mission Center yeah, yeah in Greens Point. And, and I was like, "What's what was going on here? And the guy started explaining to me, oh, Trey Nine's doing this, da-da-da-da-da-da, yeah. right? And I'm like, I got to meet this guy, yeah. right? Because for God gave you a vision mm-hmm. that not only is it about uh, making the man whole yeah. spiritually. That's right. But also physically, yeah, yeah. You know, how's that saying go? I can I can feed a man a fish, mm. but if I teach him how to fish, yes, he can feed himself. Absolutely, man. I mean, the streets are full of um, people that are dealing with serious trauma from childhood. Yeah, um, guys are coming out of prison, going back into neighborhoods, institutionalized, and don't know how to function in society. Yeah. They need counselors. They need. You know, people to help them with the, you know, psychology, psychiatry. Um, some guys need mm-hmm. medication, but the spiritual component is the most important, right? Sure. If if the center of your, their lives are around Jesus, then the physical, uh, the mental, the emotional can mm-hmm. be addressed. Amen. Um, it's very hard to address all that and see a man change or a woman change without Christ being the center. Amen. You know, that's where I kind of I'm like I don't know how to do this. You'll have to go talk to the government. Sure. But when it comes to in these communities, uh, recognizing that we as spiritual leaders, as community leaders that are following Jesus, we have to give them Jesus. That's the priority. And then we have to follow through with services that are going to address their physical wounds, their mental issues, um, you know, jobs, how they're going to get on track for a future. Uh, And that's what God is using me for today rather than making albums and music. You know, I, and I see you doing that. I, I was actually shocked that the ideas and some of the stuff you guys are doing, I said, man, this is like yeah. pioneering here. This is good stuff. Learn on the go with the Voice of Healing video on demand platform. Stream hours of rich understanding on any platform, any device, anytime, and anywhere right at your fingertips. Your calling is great and your promise is huge. Gain access to all the broadcasts that the Voice of Healing is releasing worldwide and catch fire for this next season. Sign up today by heading to voh.church slash watch and be inspired. And that was a whole floor that was we were blessed with in a multi-tenant office building. Mm. So our mind is not just thinking the streets. We're thinking everybody in that building that's going to work every day, we have access to them. Amen. And so we're inviting them now to come and be a part of our, our free lunch and Bible study <laughs> and doing things like that. Because so, so you're seeing that affect them? Absolutely. Yeah, Amen. we want we want, to, we want to win the corporate world as well as the streets, you know? I'm actually coming at this from the other direction yeah. as you, right? Because we're, we're bringing businesses in to, to basically... Uh, work around the church. I, I, you know, the church is actually going outside the steeple into corporations That's right. to, in order to reach out into that world. That's right. The church has been closed into those to those four walls for too long, and now it's time for us to get out of those four walls yeah. and get into those communities. Right. There's vast vast resources there Amen. to provide for these community centers and training centers. Yeah. But Bobby, one of the things you're doing that I see is. You, you are taking really when we when we go back into the early church, yeah. they, they have what was called missions, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So we're ministers, yeah. but what is a mission? A mission is where not only do do we help the person, or when we feed the person when they need it, not only do they become part of the family, but then those skill sets, 
Like if you wanted to be a, a, a blacksmith back in that day, yeah. they would bring those blacksmiths and in. disciple they would help them, them in that and disciple <laughs> yeah. them in that, right? Or, yeah. or fishing or whatever it was, but it created people. That's right. That had worth. That's right. It's very hard to take a person that's institutionalized that's right. most of their life that's right. and say, okay, you're going to come out. Yeah, you were making $50,000 a week mm. selling drugs. Now we want you to go work at McDonald's. Yeah. Or we want you to go to college. Not or a lot we want of you to do this. there, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so they get trapped into that circle of not, you know, being able to get out of that. Yeah. And so the, the reality, why well, well, I want to work at McDonald's, I can make, you know, yeah. I can make, you know, $400 in about 15 minutes, right? Yeah. yeah. The church needs to get into those areas and bring those men up mm-hmm. into things that God has for them, training them. Uh, okay, maybe you don't want to work at McDonald's, but I can surely treat you, uh, teach you how to run a backhoe. That's right. Run an excavator. That's right. That's not hard work. Yeah. But it's well-paying yeah, work. Yeah, well-paying work. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and, I, and, and you're right. The church um, at large, and I think when we say church, you know, we mean the body of Christ, but also mm-hmm. those who have buildings that have a congregation, um, we can we can start utilizing resources towards training centers in our buildings. Amen. You know, a welding shop, a, a, a construction one on one class, and amen. I teach somebody how to weld. Yeah, teach that, them how to yeah hit nails into the into boards. Just, Absolutely. It, yeah. That's that stuff. I mean, what what do you do when you're a young person and you finish high school in the hood and you don't go to college and you yeah. can't go to college? Well, the church needs an answer for that. And this, that's what we're talking about, our answers to the, the problems that we see in underserved communities. Amen. The church has the answer. We just have to deploy those resources and those people in that direction. I, I was shocked. We have a guy in our ministry. His family has been in social services for a long time and in underprivileged neighborhoods, right? And he said that the government used to fund them to take the kids in, from those neighborhoods into areas, into the parks, into the, 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 the uh, suburbs, to see how other people lived. And he said it, it had such an impact on those young kids that there was another life outside where they were at. Come that on. Many of those kids began to change because yeah. they said, I want that. Yeah, when they go up to that high rise, you know, we're on the ninth floor and they come yeah. in this real nice, fancy marble floor office building and there's a fountain and they go up and they get to look out the window and see the city. Mm. That's unheard of for kids yeah. that are coming from apartments that are, you know, gunshots are going off at night. And so we tell them like, one day you could work in a building like this. Amen. You could have this, but... We got to do more of that for more communities, yeah. and then we could see less violence, and we could see less fatherlessness, and sure. and 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 that's what we're trying to do, right? We're trying to give people Jesus, and then give them a pathway to being discipled, and Amen. provide for their families. We got to get fathers back in homes, exactly, and they need they need income to provide. Amen. You're absolutely right, there, man of God, and and actually. When you look at the, the government, it's not doing it. It's no. not getting that job done. It, no, it's not. And it, it takes boots on the ground. It yeah. takes people that have that passion that you might not be a preacher. You might, be, you might not be an evangelist, yeah. but you might be, you know, to the early church pastors were people that help others. Yes. They, they, were, they were shepherds. Yeah, they were shepherds. And they didn't have, they weren't in the pulpits. They were no. out there providing that bread every day, providing that education. You know, one of the things I've learned from a lot of the kids that we work with, um, 
they're not stupid. Yeah. They're not. No, I mean, these not. are some of the brightest kids. Yes. But they don't have confidence. Yeah. And, you know, and, and one of the things I, I had to laugh because, you know, my, in my, our church back in California, everybody was calling me dad. Mm, hey, dad. Right. Hey, dad. Hey, dad. And I was, I mean, I got 80 year old guys calling me dad, right? And I'm going, what is this dad thing? And, and the Lord spoke to me. And I will turn the hearts of the children back to the fathers, yeah. right? They didn't have a father growing up. They didn't. The dad wasn't there. And so when I came in and started teaching them trades, I was, you know, I was doing it from a different way. Mm -hmm. They were like, you know, this man is looking after me. He's taking care of me. My spiritual father. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and, I, and I believe we got to raise up pastors now to do that. That's right. To get into the streets yes. that, that have a heart for others. Yeah, it's not enough just to write a sermon and get in a pulpit every Sunday. Yeah, you should live this way, but you can't live that way if you don't understand it. Absolutely. No, I'm with you 100%. I think that, you know, one of, one of the strengths of our ministries is to reach out to churches and pastors and be an outreach arm to yeah. help to help them get there. Because yeah. I do re I do realize that a lot of pastors have been through a lot of formal education and have kind of lost touch with how to how to connect with people on that level, Sure, right? They're well polished. And so as a fellow believer, those are my brothers in Christ. Those are my sisters in Christ that are pastors. And so, you know, we've been real intentional about saying, hey, church, pastors, let's work together. Amen. You know, you got something we don't have. We got something you don't have. Let's be one church and be united. Sure. And it's a beautiful thing when we work together. I mean, I, I see movement in Houston. I see revival coming in Houston. I oh, see yeah. an army, a remnant being raised up that aren't afraid to go. Amen. And I see people saying, hey, I want more than Sunday morning. Yeah. I want more than a Bible study. And yeah. as more people say that, pastors will in turn have to change and, and do some things different. Amen. And that's what I see happening here in Houston. It's exciting. It, you're, you're right, man. I got, it, you, you had tipped a, a touch another point we were talking about earlier about pastors, right? And mm -hmm. I, 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 I was getting a little uh, kick out of what you were saying earlier. Like when you first started hip hop, you oh. had to educate the pastors yes. in the area because they're be like, delicate. what is this? Yeah. And you, was, you said the only way I could do this was in love, right? Yeah. And, you know, it, it's funny because in, in the, in the uh, 90s, not late 90s, early 90s and late 90s, early 2000s, there was a lot of pushback from the church on our culture of hip hop because it looked bad. It was mm. curse words. It was females nude. It was drugs. And that's all they saw on TV. So when we came and said, no, we're a different kind of hip hop. We're <laughs> Christian hip hop. They're like, oh, I don't want none of that in my church. Sure. And so we could have took the approach of, well, we're going to rebel and we're going to you know, talk about you in our songs. But for us in Houston, my approach was, you know what, let me put on a button up shirt and some slacks mm. and let me approach him that way. Amen. Let me earn my way onto the stage for the congregation and do a song that's articulated where they can understand it. Amen. And, and that was the key to taking a generation of baby boomer uh, pastors, mm. embracing the Gen Xers so that in turn we can affect the, the, the millennials today. Amen. So our ministry is comp comprised of more millennials than anything. Yeah. And it's because of that thinking generationally. And I thank God for the pastors, you know, that gave mm. us a hard time because eventually they came over and it taught us to be resilient and, <laughs> and it taught us to handle adversity well. Mm. Um, but it could have been a lot easier <laughs> if yeah. they would have just said, hey, we love what you're doing. Let us empower that. And there were a few, granted, that, that empowered us to, to be able to get up and, and rap for the congregation. And, and we thank God for that. And, but I know there's still cities out there that are, sure. that are rejecting Christian hip hop because mm -hmm. they think it's the world. And I would say if you're a church, you're in a city that's still concerned about 
pants sagging, uh, uh, fitted caps, um, people not wearing suits to church. It's time to kind of grow up and get past that. We're we're looking into the inner hearts of man and there is a remnant of urban, inner city, hip hop uh, soldiers that are ready to be deployed and go win them for Jesus. So we we, we were, uh, when I was back in in, uh, uh, the, the East Coast, I was like, these these people are so religious, man. The Lord, how do I break this? So I started going out and preaching in a hockey shirt. Oh man, it, you would you would have thought that the, 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 the sky <laughs> fell in, right? But, uh, yeah, that, that was that was unorthodox. Yeah, <laughs> out the box. Anyway, well. For the Canadians, they love it, but, you know. <laughs> I remember a Nicky Cruz ministry coming to Houston, and um, mm-hmm. he would grab us rappers and, and deploy us into the roughest apartment complexes to promote a drama that they you would know. do. And that, that was the kind of outreach efforts early on, you know, that, that, that I, I recall keeping mm-hmm. us from being discouraged Amen. because it could be discouraging sure. when your own brothers and sisters are rejecting Fighting you. But there, you. Was, there were those street ministries like Nicky Cruz and... Um, Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the other one that does the, the housing? I, I'm drawing a blank from um, mm-hmm. the ministry is a Hispanic ministry, and they provide houses for guys who are transitioning off the street. Victory. That's what that's what yeah. their name is. Victory. Um, and and you know just allowing us to rap and do outreaches early on. Look at me today. Now I'm you know the founder of a nonprofit that's deploying people Christians into mm-hmm. communities to make disciples and teach them to obey, obey God. And no one would Amen. have ever saw that when I was wear, just the rapper, you know? And you see that with these kids in the yes. neighborhood that come into Christ because yes. of hip hop. There are future missionaries. There are future mm-hmm. apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, teachers. Well, brother, that's the message right there. Yeah. If you see the kids coming in come on, because of the music, that's, that's all that matters, Give right? them purpose. Amen. <laughs> brother, it's, it's been enjoyable. Tell us, tell for those of our listeners that are out there that want to get involved with you, want to yeah. help, maybe like to learn from you, come sure. in and disciple. How, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, well, um, we have a website. It's eyesonmeinc.com. That's eyes on me, just like it says, because God is watching us. People are watching us. Um, eyesonmeinc.com. You can also um, eyes on me Inc. on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, I'm Trey Nine online on uh, social media, but we're very easy to connect with here in the streets. You hit us up. We're going to come to you um, because we need labors. The harvest is plentiful. Amen. The labors are few. Exactly. And so we're doing every, that's why I'm here at this event today is to recruit labors. That's Amen. my sole purpose. Amen. And so uh, I appreciate you having me on The Voice of Healing. Amen. And it's been a pleasure, you know. Brother, we're going to do some more together. Yes, sir. I, I like your heart. I I, I, I love your vision. Thank I mean, you. you're a visionary. And, and the very few visionaries, I came out of the business world myself. Yeah. And then I hear you doing the same thing. But, yeah. you know, God is w- good. what God can do through somebody yeah. who has a vision. Well, welcome to Houston. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Welcome yeah. I look forward to having more, more conversations with you about Amen. the awesome facility you guys are working on. And sounds Amen. like we have kindred spirits and we need to work together amen for true uh, for for a real brother yeah. for a real well i'm here with trey nine and i just want to thank all of those you, of you that have been listening here to voice of healing radio uh please if you if you want to get in contact with trey uh yeah. give us a call give us an email get on his site eyes on me uh, inc yep dot com dot com mm-hmm. and uh you know let's reach out yeah listen this was a golden nugget. This is one of those things that we need to mm-hmm. understand. It doesn't, you know, you could be 90 years old, you'd be 120. Think, what am I going to do, you know, in the streets? It's not what you can do 
in the streets. It's about helping those that can get out there to get the work done. Amen. Amen. And and that's what we're about, getting this harvest in, because it's time. This harvest is going to come. Jesus said it was going to come. Jesus said the nets were going to break. And and it was a crazy thing I heard about a a fisherman. I talked to him one day. He says, you know why nets break? Because there's not enough hands on them. That's right. We got to get all the hands on the net. God bless you. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Your financial gift helps the Voice of Healing Radio bring revelation to God's kingdom and to the nations. Have a testimony or prayer request? Call us at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or send us an email at radio at voh.church. And don't forget to add VOH Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for your current updates. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro.